0: Welcome to the Wealthy and Well Woman, a podcast that celebrates choosing a life of overflow. If you're looking to grow your business, live on purpose, and feel your best while doing it, then you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Kat Sanuski, the business coach for wellness leaders and visionary female entrepreneurs, founder of Be Well Events, and international yoga teacher and trainer. My goal in this podcast is to help you curate your life by design and claim your dream business by giving you actionable tips and trainings that help you get out of your own way, step into your power and monetize your magic. I'll be bringing you a thought training or interview from experts that will help you break through your fears, take action and grow into those massive visions that you can't stop thinking about. I am so happy you're here. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. I'm your host, Kat Sanewski. Today, we've got an exciting episode. I'm sharing with you the Connect Masterclass. So any of you that have either been... Planning events and retreats, but really want to refine them, really want to fill them, really want to elevate them and allow them to become super magnetic to connect your communities, grow your brand, you're going to love this episode. So get your notepads out and ready and prepare to take notes because I'm spilling all the beans on how I plan elevated events and retreats. My entire Be well method that I've created and fine-tuned over the last six years um, since I started Be Well Events in 2016. I hope you love it. If you want to dive deeper, of course, my course, Elevated Events, of course, my course, (laughs) my course, Elevated Events is where we do that. It's six modules. Go at your own pace. You can binge them all and two bonus modules. You can binge them all at once or you can watch them over time or you can kind of like jump around in areas that you're currently working on. You get instant access as soon as you purchase. And if you join Eudaimonia, which is my year-long membership where you get all the programs plus monthly live coaching calls with me, then you will get instant access to that as well as Soul Revival, which I'm currently running and monetize your magic which starts in about a month so so many good things and as if you've been listening to the podcast you know that i'm offering you right now um, i don't know how long i'm going to offer this deal but i am offering you hundred dollars off every month to eudaimonia when you sign up using the code wwpod so as a podcast listener you can use that code and save hundred dollars a month on eudaimonia for all the things um but this masterclass alone is so jam packed with so much good information on planning events and retreats. So I hope you listen. I hope you love it. If you do love it, take a screenshot, share it on social and tag me. I love to see that or send me a DM. I love to connect with you. If you have any questions that popped up or if you're wanting more information about elevated events or eudaimonia, shoot me over a message and I'll be happy to chat with you about it. Um, if you have not a- chance to go leave a review that also takes about two minutes and it means the world to me so i really appreciate if you love to listen to the podcast and you get value from these episodes i love if you can go leave a review let's jump right in to today's episode If you are wanting to create the most amazing and elevated events for your business for your brand Um, And really do that really, really well to connect your community, to grow your brand, to grow your business. So if you're here for that, you're in the right spot because that's everything that we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to be giving you some really juicy insight and tips from my experience over the last six years of event event planning, retreat planning, of leading all sorts of events from pop-up events and, you know, 15 to or really like 10 to 30-person pop-up events, anywhere to a 300-person festival. So we're going to be covering everything, um, retreats as well. All of this ties in together. And this is really my signature method that I have created over these last six years. So I'm going to walk you through that entire method that I use to create events now that grow my brand increase profit like crazy to build my business and most importantly, connect and grow my community. I don't know about you, but especially after the last couple of years and a lot of things moving online, which don't get me wrong, I am an online business coach. I love online. I love the amount of people that I'm able to reach from all over the world. I'm guaranteeing, guaranteeing the words today, you here watching this, there's some of you from where I'm from, Portland, Maine, New England, Boston, um, and also there's some from California, New York, Texas, Canada, Europe, so you could be anywhere in the world watching this, and that is the power of online. And we love online. I know a lot of you watching this are online coaches, online business owners. Um, So we know the power of online, right? We probably also know the power of in-person. If you're here on this training, this is something that you already understand is so powerful to be in live energy. One of the things that I love the most about planning really elevated experience, both events and retreats, is the magic that happens in the room when women gather specifically. All my events have pretty much been women. <laughs> um, when I did start out all Events back in 2016, I did try to kind of make it open for everyone and males and females and everyone. It was just very community-based, but naturally I've always attracted women to my world. So um, that's really what it's been. And I think it's so powerful that when women come together, when women connect grow and inspire what they're able to go out there and do with their lives from that place is insane. And just that connection, one of our core human needs is connection. It's something that we always seek and that we thrive in. When we're able to connect with like-minded people that really goes so far. So when you're able to gather with like-minded women, Like masterminds, like group programs, like situations like this where you can come to an event and meet other people and connect and blow up the chat and (laughs) find your people here as well that's so essential for our growth and just our inner fulfillment in general is that feeling of connectedness. So if you are looking to grow your own elevated events and retreats, and you're looking really to simplify this process and to elevate the experience for your people, or if you're just starting out, if you haven't planned an event or a retreat at all, you are still in the right place. I would love to also hear from you in the chat if this is your very first like event experience where you're planning your first in-person event or retreat, or if you've done this before, but you're wanting to really simplify the process, know the ins and outs of the process of how to really make it work for you and your business and your brand, and also elevate the experience for your clients, for your community, for your attendees at these events and retreats. All right, so let me know in the comments. Drop uh, a comment and let me know if this is kind of like you're just entering into this world, or if you've been doing this. You're like you're, you're well versed in events, and you're just really wanting to simplify and elevate the experience. And also, yeah, like. Make it work time wise. So that is something that comes up a lot as well. And it looks like there's definitely um, a mix of new and that's perfect and have done a lot of events and even retreats and really wanting to fine tune, simplify and elevate. So that is right on par for what we're going to cover today. And if you don't already know me, let me do a little intro as well, because I know a lot of you already do know me. You've <laughs> maybe been in my other programs or been to events. That song I played at the beginning of this training actually was the song that I spoke to at the, the most recent Be well Fest. So if you were there, I know a couple of you are, you may recognize that song as well. I'm Kat, I am born and raised in Maine. I currently live in Portland, Maine with my little Frenchie pup, Winston, who you may see if you follow me on Instagram. Um, I traveled a lot in college and lived in a couple other countries for months at a time and uh, then lived in Boston for several years before ending up back in the beautiful state of Maine and living in Portland. So welcome. Like I mentioned before, I founded Be Well Events back in 2016, and this really came from me moving from corporate sales and marketing, uh, corporate sales and marketing manager, to yogipreneur. I left that job. I went full-time yoga instructor, and I really started Be Well Events just for the sole fact of... I like planning parties and it was really fun. I had experienced another event. I met this woman at a networking event, which hello, this is where we get connected with people and make magic happen. Like going to this one networking event in Boston, I met this woman who had a, an event, a fun pop-up events company, and she had never, never done fitness before. And I was like, I'm a yoga instructor, I'm a yoga instructor, like let's partner and create an amazing experience. Her thing was like brunches. She would go around to brunch spots and create this whole event from it. And I was like, let's do yoga and brunch. Ah, And she's like, oh my God, yes. I've never done any sort of like fitness or, or thing like that. And I've been wanting to tap into that. Let's do it. And just the excitement that came from that, the, the, excitement of people that were there but also of a lot of people from my home state of Maine that saw me talking about this event and was like that's amazing we don't have anything like that here we should totally do that here in Portland one of my college friends actually said this to me and kind of sparked that idea of like oh my god yes i love that idea so when i started out this wasn't intentional to grow a business or a brand for me and what i've learned over the years is how impactful that can not only be but also how to do it really well because when i started out in planning events it was just focused on like fun community i always cared about offering a really elevated experience and i always included swag i like to go above and beyond if you know if you've been in my programs in my world you know i love to over deliver wherever i can so i would do swag bags i would do little photo shoot opportunities And I really was doing these things just because I enjoyed it and I thought it was fun and it's what I would have wanted out of an event. So that's where this is born. And then what I discovered is all of the ways that you can actually use this really powerfully for your business. And there was a couple of years there where I was learning events, I was practicing, I was leading events, I was learning all these ins and outs that I'm going to teach you today but I wasn't really maximizing them for my business. So that is the lens in which I'm teaching this masterclass and uh, which my program Elevated Events goes way more in depth in. So if this is something that you're really looking to start and create for yourself, Elevated Events is where you're gonna wanna be. Okay, so what I really learned is how to maximize these events for my business, for building a brand, for getting exposure, for building my company and my community. And um, how that evolution happened. So, I founded Be Well Events in 2017. I planned my first festival with around 300 people and like 30 to 50 plus vendors and sponsors in January of 2019, is when that first festival happened, which is Be Well Fest. And you may be familiar with that as well. I've done them every single year since. Um, 2021 was virtual with everything happening in the world, but all of the other ones have been live and incredible magical full day experiences in wellness, business, motivation, connection, and they are incredible. So that was my first festival was back in 2009. I led my first yoga retreat as well. Like this was a crazy, a crazy growth period for me because it was also in January of 2019. So I had my first big festival and my first yoga retreat, both in January of 2019. Um, since then I have ran over 100 events. I've run a ton of pop-up events. I've run um, festivals, yearly festivals. I've run online summits in a festival style, like more than just a masterclass here, but a full summit with featured speakers and classes and breakout rooms and all the things. I've run and attended over seven retreats, I now run about two to four retreats a year. So it's a big part of my business, I include a retreat in my signature mastermind, the wealthy wealth mastermind. I also for people that are more local or in the general New England area and want to travel here that do coaching with me in, in the mastermind one on one, also get added pop up events. I also run a quarterly uh, women in wellness Series right now. So I still consistently do events. I don't do as many pop up events as when I started Be Well events, as that was like my sole focus. But what I really found from that is how much it expanded my name in the community. When I started this, I hadn't lived in Portland. I was from Maine. And I had a couple college friends that were in the city of Portland, but I hadn't actually lived there. So when I, or or that's not true. I lived there for a very short time, but I wasn't at that time. It was like my first two years of college and I was not in the wellness community at all. So I had no, I didn't know any network in the yoga and wellness community. And as a moving into full-time yoga instructor, I was really wanting to keep these events focused on like wellness, yoga, fitness, and build my community there. I was able to move to a brand new community where I didn't know anybody in the community. I had no connections and rapidly grow to where I was filling my classes. I was teaching at the biggest studio in Portland um, and I was hosting all of these events. I was being featured on panels at other people's events. I was being booked out for private events and private yoga. And it was like, I became the go-to yoga and events like social fitness, social wellness person in this city. Um, and so that's super exciting. I had four publications that, um, wrote about me just like reached out and wanted to write articles about me within I think it was the second year of starting BUL well events when it was gaining momentum. So I saw the momentum that this builds from bringing the community together. And that's why this topic is so important and why I want to be able to teach you how to do this for yourself and your business as well. So, why events? I think we went into that a little bit already. I told you my story about what events have done for me. I teach and coach a lot of my clients on events as well. Elevated events and this masterclass are the first like dialed in event specific programming, but I do it a lot with one on one clients and my mastermind clients and things like that. And the amount, that this transforms business, even online businesses. Like most of the people I work with have online businesses, right? And this works wonders for online businesses too. And it is able to connect community and grow community. So number one, they are fun. They're so fun. I love planning events. They can be stressful. Um, There's a lot of moving pieces, there's a lot of details, and I go into that, I'm going to go into some of that here, and then I really go in depth uh, even more in elevated events as well, of like how to simplify that, give you the templates and all of the things. Um, They're an amazing creative outlet. So a lot of the women that I work with are, are creative, and they like to do creative things, and this is an amazing outlet, and creativity is amazing for our leadership, for our business, for thinking outside of the box. Um, they are able to collapse the know, like, and trust time like crazy. I always say that being in person at events or retreats is like a fast track to getting to know your clients or for them deciding like, hey, I want to work with you. So it collapses a lot of time. It naturally builds a referral network. If you're leading events and retreats and they're fun, people are having these great experiences, just like with growing your business in coaching or growing your business in general, referrals are key, right? And it really builds this deep referral network and creates this top of mind um, awareness for people when they're thinking about your niche. They're like, oh, that's the person you want to go to it builds your credibility and your brand. You're able to really showcase the magic that you offer the world in a very concise in a very specific way and it helps you expand and reach more people in that way. They are super profitable both short and long term. This is a misconception that I sometimes see with events is that they aren't, or it's hard to make them profitable. So I also want to simplify that and help you make them profitable, both short-term, like when you're planning the event and also long-term. A lot of times, um, what I see is that people focus solely on like ticket sales for being their profit. And really that's like the last place that I think of when I'm thinking of profit for an event or for a retreat. So my, I mean, retreats are a little bit different because, um, They're more of a in-depth experience and they're a higher ticket price point. Um, We'll get into more of the sales stuff as part of the flow as well. But of course, like I've already mentioned, it strengthens your community, brings people together for a much greater impact and for creating a movement for your mission. So people begin to talk about you when they're not with you, when they're at the dinner table or when they're like, oh, this woman is doing this amazing thing. So it builds your movement and your mission that you're sharing with the world on a much larger scale. And it's amazing for new lead gen. It's a really nice entry point for people to come in, experience you, experience your energy, and then elevate, (laughs) elevate, I use elevate a lot, I guess, and then ascend through other opportunities of working with you. I can't tell you how many times I've had people come on retreats or come to events and then sign up for coaching after that. It's a very low cost option generally for people to come and meet you and experience you and your offerings and then kind of decide, ooh, I want to upgrade. You know, I want to do something deeper with you. Live events also can convert at a massive rate for upsells after the event itself, as well as product sales at the live event. So if you're selling any apparel, if you have a product line, those that's an amazing place to sell at the event. And that's like, I was carrying apparel for a long time. I don't have as much anymore, but I had all sorts of apparel, sweatshirts, tanks, teas, all the fun stuff with b all well events. And I would sell them like a crazy amount at events. And I pretty much just wouldn't sell them outside of that. I <laughs> bring them to events and like sell out. Um, so it's a great place to sell actual things at the event as well. Um, I have seen anything from the community connecting to people finding their clients, finding clients, finding um, coaches or finding their next doctor or a wedding photographer or a caterer, people that are involved in events. It's an amazing place to connect and to make, find business and make connections. Um, I've had past vendors at events, like not even hosting their own events, just being at events book out their business after being at Buell Fest or some of my other events. Um, I personally booked out my first round of coaching with through events, like using an event as kind of a launch event in person and being able to talk about my coaching and also um, the people that I had met through events signed up for coaching because they knew me on a deeper level. So it can be really, really impactful for conversion and for just overall growing your business. Okay. I think that we, oh, and one last thing I wanted to state about this too, is you don't have to have a 300 person massive festival for amazing sales. I have made over $30,000 from events that have less than 10 people for, from meeting women that sign up for higher, higher, um, ticket offers after the event. So this is not only, you know, like immediate, but also within the next three to six months after the event, these things come through as well. Okay. So you don't have to have this massive event and massive audience to be able to see massive impact from these events. And when we go into the first part of the be well method, Um, I'm actually going to be talking to you a little bit more about the difference in something like a festival or summit and what that can do for your business and your brand. And then more of like a smaller person, more intimate retreat type experience or pop-up event and how to choose. So let me give you an overview of the be well method. Let's break this down. So B is be intentional. This is how you design your perfect event. I'm going to go more in depth on each of these um, in just a moment. First, I'll give you the overview. So, be intentional is number one. E is evoke excitement. This is how this is where you're really gathering your soul tribe and you're creating that FOMO. You're really making it exciting and people want to jump on. Uh, w is well-executed marketing. These are the marketing strategies that actually work for events. So you're not spinning your wheels and wasting time on. Every strategy in the book, but you're really dialed into event specific strategies that work really well. Um, e is elevate your partnerships. Partnerships, if you have heard me speak on this before, you know I'm obsessed with partnerships and collaborations, especially when it comes to in person live events. So, this is all about elevating with partnerships in the sense of vendors, sponsors, uh, presenters people that are helping you at the event, volunteers, co-leaders, all of the things with partnerships logistics. This is one that everybody loves, right? Logistics is the venue management. What the day of the flow, the day of flow looks like the spreadsheets. This is managing your budget, all of that fun behind the scenes stuff that allows the experience to be amazing to people that are showing up for it, but that a lot of times can be missed and then kind of throw a wrench in the event and the day of itself, or create a lot of stress for you. Um, second L is leverage sales or last of the be well series is leverage sales. So this is how and where you're going to be able to maximize your ROI and increase sales. Yeah. Um, and then the bonus, and this is what I teach deeper in elevated events as well. I have a whole bonus module on retreat planning. What I want to say about that is Yeah, I go in a lot more in depth in that bonus module in retreat planning, um, adding retreats onto masterminds and other programs that you already have and some key things for retreats. But what I want to say is a lot of this method that we're going to touch on today, and I'm going to give you um, the overview of this method and what to consider when you're planning your next event or retreat and how to set it up for success is that a lot of this overlaps, right? A lot of it's very similar and I'm going to touch on quickly some of the little differences. Um, And then the other bonus that I have in Elevated Events that we won't touch too much on here is crafting your compelling brand story and message. So this comes into play when you're actually at the event and you're speaking to people, you're speaking at the event, Um, and not every event has to feature you as a speaker, but it's a really powerful opportunity to get your brand story across there and to create a really compelling experience. Um, and speak really powerfully for the people at your event. Again, this depends on like event size and event type, which we're going to go into a little bit more now. And of course, way more in depth um, in elevated events as well. All right, let's start little check-in. How are we feeling? Grab a sip of water or cacao in my scenario. I know we're like blasting through all this. So I want to give you a moment. If you have any questions that are coming up, let me know as well. All right, we're ready. Yay. Okay, ready to continue. So let's start with the first B, be intentional. This is how you design your perfect event. So some of the key pieces in here, right off the bat, when you're thinking of planning your event or retreat, choosing the right type of event is so key in this first phase, creating the vibe, being very intentional about what you want people to walk away with from this event, getting clear on your timeline giving yourself enough time. This is one of the top don'ts that I see people do is they rush events, especially retreats or bigger events. Um, I recommend, and and I'm going to give you a bonus checklist for retreat and event planning as well. That will be in uh, the follow-up email. So keep your eyes peeled for that with the replay. Um, but I recommend at least six, really like eight to 12 months for a retreat, especially an international retreat. If it's a local retreat, you could do this in um, a less amount of time, but especially an international retreat, people really need time to plan for travel and all of those things. Um, For an event, I would say minimum two to four months, even for a pop-up event. If this is a festival or a summit or something big with like hundreds of people or even 50, I usually say 50 people plus, I would do again, like six months to a year, like really giving yourself enough time. That's one of the main things that stresses people out in the planning process is they just simply don't give themselves enough time for the process to market it, to sell it, and to do all of the behind the scenes, like planning and um, all of those things. And when you're rushing through this process, and I know that we're all busy. We're not full-time event planners. I went this route for a little while, so I know like what goes into this. Um, and you have a lot of other things in your business going on. So we want to make this very accessible and very um, supportive and still set you up for success. So what is your goal for the event? This is what I want you to consider before moving into anything else is, what is my intention for this event? Is this supposed to, am I, am I wanting this to build my brand? Am I wanting this to increase sales specific? Like, am I wanting to sell something very specific? For example, if I was to do an in-person event right before launching my mastermind. That would be very specific. I'm connecting at a higher level. I'm marketing this to a higher level entrepreneur. It would be a more intimate setting to really connect, to do some masterminding. I would almost plan it to be like a mini mastermind session so that people can really experience what that energy, what type of people may be in there, um, what type of community um, I draw and what type of people are in my community, the amazing women. So it's like, what is that intention and purpose? You have to think of this before you even start planning anything, because so much is going to come from this initial step of your goal of the event, the intention and the purpose from there, you'll connect, you'll, uh, plan what specific type of event, like a lead gen or community, um, building. And then, you could decide to do you know a retreat a summit a festival brand retreats any of the above you decide okay what type of an event and what is the purpose how do you want your attendees to feel and what do you want them to take away from the event or retreat this is important too especially like retreats especially if we're going to a gorgeous destination Yes, the experience of being in the beautiful destination, like that's almost the theme a little bit in itself, but there's ways that you can theme this and be really intentional around like the specifics of what people are going to take away from this retreat. And when that's clear, I find it's so much easier, just like our programming, just like our offers, just like our products, whatever you have in your business, it's when it's clear. And when people really understand what it is and what exactly it's going to help them with and how they're gonna feel in the process, they're so much more likely to jump on. So same thing here. Then the next phase is evoking excitement. This is the fun part. This comes down to how you're talking about it. And so once you have that clarity around what it is, you're much easier, you're much more able to evoke the excitement i find that this comes a lot with selecting the right partnerships as well and i'm going to go more into partnerships in a little bit but this is really coming down to gathering your soul tribe building that hype and excitement i think back to the first B well fest that i planned and what i think is one of the key reasons why this event was so successful is because first off i was lit up excited running around town like oh my god i'm planning it's going to be the first ever full day Lux experience. Oh my God. Like coming to Maine, this is going to be incredible. So my energy and excitement around that, then people were like, Oh, Oh, I heard about this. Oh, you know, so then the talk kind of starts spreading and people are like, Oh my God, did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? And then you're gathering kind of your soul tribe. For me, that was a core group of, you know, four or five women that heard what I was doing that were like, I want to be a part of this. This is epic. This sounds dope. Like, let me jump on. And and this example is my first festival. It was, you know, it was a big deal. It was exciting. It was at, you know, a massive location here, a really popular place. And that's like something to keep in mind with venue and things like that is like evoking excitement. What's going to really excite people? And make them have a, a really amazing experience. So, And it was something new and fresh here that we hadn't, that I had never experienced in Portland, Maine, that we had never had something like this. So a lot of people were really excited about it. So evoking that excitement and almost letting your soul aligned tribe sell the thing for you, sell the event for you, tell all their friends, spread the word and get super excited. That's really easy to do too, when it's not forced. It's something that they're legitimately really excited to share. They're really excited it's happening. I had people just like falling out of the sky saying, I wanna be a part of this. How can I help? How can I contribute? What can I do? Like, I want, you know, I wanna be a part of this. And how we evoke that excitement is leadership. And this goes back to you going first. You can't wait for someone to say like, oh, I'm so excited about this idea. Like you should do it. And and I want to be a part of it before you even start planning. A lot of this excitement came after I had committed. I had put the deposit down on a, a venue that was not cheap. I had gotten myself in it and I took the leadership role of saying like, this is going to be amazing. It's happening. Let's go. And then from that place of leadership and of other people seeing like, she's so sure about this. This is so reflective of our businesses in general, right? When we go first, when we are the leader around this, other people get excited and kind of like fall in line almost. They get like, yes, I want to be a part of this movement of this mission. So coming back to that movement and mission in your events, well-executed marketing, marketing strategies. These are marketing strategies that actually work. And we kind of already touched on this, like started to talk about this a little bit from this is really focused on like your sales, uh, your, your, uh, (laughs) the words again, the sales strategies for actually selling tickets and, um, how to spread the word in that way and really get the conversion of people signing up for this event. Um, so what are some of the things that really work? Are number one, giving yourself adequate time. I'm gonna to touch back on this just because it's so important. If you are doing something super rushed, you're just not gonna have time to be able to market it very thoroughly. You know, if you're just like popping something up super quick, then just know that you're gonna be less likely to be able to reach the amount of people that will really allow to fill out this, this retreat or event. I have done retreats within six months. I think when I planned my Costa Rica retreat, it was like five or six months, which I knew at the time too, I was like, this isn't long enough. This this isn't long enough. We're not going to be able to reach as many people as we can with this. Um, but we're just, we just kind of said, whatever, we're going to go for it. And it was a smaller retreat. Um, so what I want to say from that is just know that if you don't give yourself adequate time, if you are rushing, then you're going to have a less likely chance of being able to fill your event or retreat. Um, With that retreat, something that I want to mention is that it was still an epic experience, like the most magical week in Costa Rica. Um, It was absolutely incredible. We had an incredible, very intimate group of women. It was amazing. And I also had clients sign up for coaching that were on that retreat. So it also did lead to a lot more sales than just the retreat itself. And I want to just stress that point because so much of this, it doesn't have to be a sold out, crazy big thing to be super beneficial and super fulfilling. Like that was one of the highlights of my year. I loved that week. It was incredible. And like I said, I still had a lot of residual sales from that and I still made a lot of profit off that. Not to mention I had, I think it was a 25 or 30 K (laughs) week while I was there um, and launching my mastermind. It wasn't people on the retreat, but um, I feel like it played into that. So adequate time, number one. I always say start first with free advertisement. So your social channels, your email list, I go a lot more in depth on some of the ways that you can do this with giveaways, challenges, partnering with vendors and sponsors, a lot of like ways that you can really build out this um, free marketing, these free marketing channels and evoke excitement at the same time. I go more into depth in with that and elevated events, but that's something to think about is like starting with the free and moving to the paid if like the budget allows and you're not like stressing yourself in that area. I do think personally that, that um, Facebook ads, Instagram ads for in-person local events work extremely well. I have used them for six years. I'm not an ad expert by any means. (laughs) I walk myself through them. I boost, posts, things like that for local events. And I've always seen great results from that. I've always... I've always seen people coming to events or um, festivals, like really especially local stuff because you can target so effectively. You can target that specific area um, and just really reach more people. So I'm actually definitely a fan of paid advertisement, but I do think starting with the free, not just fully relying on the paid, starting with the free first and then moving to the paid if if it aligns and, and seems like a good fit for you. I also have done things with radio ads. Um, I haven't done print ads, but I have paid for radio ads and stuff like that. Again, we'll get into more of the juicy details. I'm not gonna go into all of that just because the sake of time, we don't have time. Um, We've got a few more steps here and some closing stuff that I wanna get to and we're creeping up quick on our time. So um, know that in elevated events, we go more in depth on all of this. And yes, it's very, very um, in-depth there. Okay, elevate with partnerships. The key for this part of the process is creating a win-win-win experience. This is what I find to be most important with partnerships and alignment. There's nothing worse. It's just like in coaching, it's just like getting clients um, in higher ticket programs and things like that, that aren't aligned or partnering with people that aren't aligned. When we partner with people that aren't aligned, it makes just a bad kind of like friction, um, a much different experience. We want to find partners that are a win for us, a win for them and a win for your community. So focusing on win, win, win partnerships and alignment more than anything else. This comes down to vendors sponsors presenters um people affiliates influencer marketing all of the all of the things that you can think of for partnerships you want to make sure they're aligned and something that i am going to add in this masterclass is um i'll give you a couple checkpoints to think of when you're looking at a possible partnership of some things of is this aligned, is this a good partnership and making sure that it's a win for everyone is do they have shared values and beliefs? This one's really important. If they don't have shared values and beliefs, then it's not going to be a good fit. There's probably going to be resistance. and the community can usually see that and be like, this is weird. this is out of place. <laughs> why are these people here? <laughs> um, and kind of see like, For example, if I this is something that I've changed a lot in my events process actually is I used to do a lot of brewery, um, brewery yoga and a lot of yoga that include alcoholic beverages afterwards and I was very like, you know, balanced and that was part of my values when I stopped drinking a couple of years ago, I felt, you know, that's not quite as aligned for me anymore because I don't drink. And I talk a lot about that. And that's like one of my values in, in finding clarity and choosing what works for you. And so to create an environment where drinks are included, that excludes, you know, part of my community and it doesn't fully land with my values. Now there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Many events do this and it's super amazing and exciting, but just look at like, does this align with my values, with my beliefs? And do they have an audience that would be interested in your offers? So having an aligned audience is obviously going to be very beneficial for both of you because there's that overlap, right? There's the community that says, hey, I love your product and this is like a complementary product and yay i want both <laughs> you know so you can partner with them even for like giveaways and building some of that hype or just having that awareness in front of the same um community members are they excited and open to working together so this is kind of an obvious one but not like forcing people into partnerships And, uh, I go into this a little bit more with like a a sample outreach, um, emails and things like that, that I provide in elevated events, but, um, finding a partnership that works for you both. And that feels really good for both sides. So not like I'm kicking myself that I agreed to this because I don't really want to do it. And it's not really that great of a benefit for me. And it's not that much of a win for me. It's mostly just helping them out. So finding that win, win, win in a way that works for everyone of all involved, um, the complimentary service, are you going to have fun working with them? That's always going to just lift the mood, lift the vibe and feel really good in the process and help your energy. I have some more tips and tricks for where to find vendors and sponsors. Um, I'll go more into that in depth to that in, in elevated events as well. Let's move into some logistics and some key things to consider here. So logistics, logistics, venue management, you want to think of day of flow. So what's happening the day of, how is the space going to be organized for that? How is it going to be the most comfortable for that? This comes down to like furniture that you may need. Um, an example of my first Be Well Fest actually, um, I had separated this is a massive warehouse space. If you weren't there, this is a massive warehouse space. And I had like three different events or workshops happening at the same time. So it was like choose your own adventure style. And it was super amazing, super exciting. There were some things that everyone would come together for, um, like a yoga flow, you know, opening and closing ceremony, the keynote, everyone was there. But then there was like these breakout sessions. And what happened this first year, (laughs) I didn't think of the the sound and I had uh, basically a divider separating this big warehouse and then a separate room for the other workshop, which was perfect. But two of the workshops were kind of side by side, like sharing overhead space. So what came to be a little bit of an issue is they both had microphones, they both had music, But one of the classes happening was a, um, it was a kick it class with kick it by Eliza. love her and very high energy, loud music. She was like bumping the music. (laughs) And then there was a workshop happening right next door that was on your doshas and creating like blends of oils and things like that. And she had a speaker and a, and a, a mic, but the music was like overpowering her and it was really hard for people to hear. So Lesson learned, definitely think of the space, what activities are gonna be happening at the same time if you have multiple things happening at once, just general layout. Another example of this, a different time. Um, <laughs> it's like, these are all the things guys that I've learned over the years that I can help you to like not have to experience as much. Um, there was one event that was multi-hour you know, a a full day event. And there was a lot of sit, there was a mixture of movement and workshops and keynotes and like one area that everyone was in. Um, so we just had people use yoga mats and I didn't bring in like extra chairs because it was kind of like back and forth. So it was a little bit of a tricky scenario. So I was like, you know what, it's fine. People can sit on their yoga mats. And by like that amount of time, there was a lot of people like, oh, this is not comfortable, you know, it'd been nice to have chairs. So setting that up of like, maybe grouping the movement class together, and then in another room, having chairs set up, I did this at the last VUEL Fest, actually I had all of the movement things in the morning and all of the seated things in the afternoon. So they were split and it wasn't like back and forth in the same space so that they were able, we were able to have the yoga mats and then able to have nice, comfortable seating for the more workshopy portion. So thinking about that, thinking of places for people to hang out, maybe they need, you know, a couch or furniture or something like that thinking of what's happening at your event and what's going to help people feel the most comfortable. Managing your budget comes along with this. This is a super fun one, right? I give you a whole budget tracker again in elevated events. Um, But managing your budget is important because like I have joked around with people in events before, it's like, it feels like, especially when you're doing a bigger event, like a bigger event and retreat costs can add up pretty quickly. And it's like. 2,000, like everything feels like it's 2,000. <laughs> I made this joke before. It's like food is $2,000. Uh, you know, furniture is $2,000, The speaker is $2,000. Like it just feels like everything is an extra $2,000. Florals, $2,000. Like everything adds up so quick. So really keeping a close eye on your budget and knowing like what you are planning up to spend, what you're planning to make and being able to keep a close eye on that and being able to find alternatives to be able to fit that when needed and to prioritize. I go in a lot more depth in this as well of like what things are most important for an event and, and feeling a lot of quality and why this is important, especially like we're talking about elevated events and experience to work for your brand, building your brand, building your business, and building your community. I will say that I have been to events that have not been very well done and they've been marketed like, Oh my God, this is going to be either they're expensive. They're going to, this is going to be the most Epic experience. And then I go and it's really lackluster and some of the key areas that spending could have been on to make it a much better experience weren't. And it's kind of like a letdown and kind of like, you know, I think a little differently of the brand. So events really well done events can work for you in a massive way and poorly done events can work against you in, in a way. So it's like, there's also an importance of having this elevation and this intentionality and this really just well done experience behind your events. And this is actually a very important piece. So, um, this is able, this is what allows you to spend on the things that matter and save on the things that really don't to make it a really good experience for your attendees and your clients. Last section that we're going to go into is leveraging sales, how and where you can maximize your ROI to increase sales. I'm going to give you my number one area here. I'm going to give you two actually, (laughs) because we could go a lot more in depth to all of these, but I'm going to give you two for the sake of this masterclass that are really key. Number one, always, always, always is building relationships the day of and and how you're carrying yourself, how you're interacting day of. This is a big mistake that I made and that I don't want you to make in your event and retreat planning journey. When I was starting out, I would get so wrapped up into the planning. This is also where some support teams and infrastructure can be very helpful for this, but um, But I would get really wrapped up in the planning and doing all of the things myself. And so instead of being really intentional about connecting with every single person at the event and building relationships, I was kind of like stuck in the weeds behind the scene. And this is especially true if you maybe aren't a natural extrovert like me. I'm an introvert. And um, I have learned over the years and with a lot of experience (laughs) um, to open up and allow myself to be more extroverted at events and things like that and networking. Um, And it's really so rewarding when this is done. But if you notice that you kind of naturally shy away from that, this is going to be really important to pay attention to and allowing yourself to get uncomfortable, allowing yourself to really spend time to go up to the people that you don't know, to introduce yourself and connect on a deeper way, learn more about them, learn, learn, you know, more about what they're going through as it relates to life in general, as it relates to you and how you may be able to help them and go deeper with them so yes there can be a sales focus here but more importantly than anything is just genuine relationship building genuine points for connection and the way that you can do this in your event or retreat too is like weave those very intentionally into the event and retreat how are you going to allow people to connect deeper how are you going to allow people to not only connect To other people deeply and feel really amazing walking away from that and get a massive benefit from that, but also connect to to you really deeply. Um, And then the other one that I want to share for today is what is the natural next step? And we talked about this in the beginning because B, be intentional. The very first step of this flow is intentionality as what, what are you doing on the back end of this? And this is where you can come back to this of what is their natural next step to go deeper with you? So my example earlier on was, you know, like if I was doing an in-person event around my mastermind and I was very intentional about getting women that are in business, that are wellness leaders or coaches together in person and creating an experience that's very mastermind you know, very mastermind-like where it's like you connect with other people at a similar level. We connect, maybe we do some coaching and um, some masterminding. And then naturally that would lead into the next step of the mastermind of those that are ready to really dive in and to commit those that are ready to take this to the next step. And this was kind of like a taste those that are ready to dive in for the next six months or a year together. This is your next natural step for those that are ready. And what I want to say on this is like everyone at the event doesn't have to just like this masterclass, everyone that gets this masterclass isn't going to be like, yes, I want to plan elevated events and retreats. I can't freaking wait. Like sign me up. I'm down for the discount. I want in, I want to go deeper. I want to do this. Not everyone. And that is great. There's so much value in this masterclass. And I, Love to intentionally plan masterclasses this way where you can come, you can learn, you can grow in the masterclass. And those that want to go deeper, those that want to take this to the next step, those that want help and personalized support and integrating this and going deeper and having the systems and the processes and the alignment to take this to the next level and to jump in at the end of this year or next, you know, and start planning this now then elevated events is for you and the people ready for that are going to take that natural next step. Um, That being said, I'm going to chat with you a little bit about elevated events, why I'm so excited about this signature offer of mine, all about events and retreats. I think you guys know a little bit from what I've talked about in this masterclass already, my extreme passion and just gratitude for what events and retreats have done for my business. Not only are they so extremely fulfilling and I love to plan and lead them. But also what they've actually done for the growth of my community, my brand, my reach, my bottom line, all of the above. Right. And so I absolutely love events and retreats. So if that is something that you are excited to go deeper into, this is the general framework that we work through, but we go a lot more in depth. In the how, the process, the email templates, the spreadsheets, I have a whole ClickUp template that walks you through month by month, week by week, what you should be doing to stay on track. If you are planning a larger festival, like a retreat, a festival, or a summit, um, this just goes a lot more in depth with both trainings, master classes. There's a bonus on retreat planning and how you can plan a retreat for a mastermind or another program that you have, how you can weave that together and make it run really seamlessly. This is a six module program, super in-depth on all six aspects of this method, as well as those bonus modules. If you would like to upgrade to one-on-one support and get a deep dive planning session where we like map out your event or retreat, through all of these steps, and then follow up boxer support, you can also upgrade that at a fraction of what my usual one-on-one coaching costs. Thank you so much for joining me, for being here, for watching this masterclass. I'm so excited to see the epic events and retreats that you create. Um, No matter if you are an absolute beginner, and no matter if you're early on in your business, or you're further along in your business and you wanna add this component on, Events and retreats are so magical. And I know that you're going to love this experience of creating really elevated experiences for your community, to grow your brand, to grow your business and to grow your bottom line. I love you so much. Thank you for spending this time with me. And I will talk to you soon. If you want to screen, if you want to take a photo of any point of this and uh, share it to your Instagram, tag me. I love to see those. uh, If it feels aligned. I love it when you DM me and let me know what your takeaways were, what you loved about this masterclass that just lights my soul on fire. And I hope to see you inside of Elevated Events. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on today's episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. I am so grateful that you listened in. If you loved what you heard and you feel called to share, please go leave me a review on iTunes so I can make sure to keep all this good stuff coming your way. Also share this episode with someone you think would absolutely love it. And I will be so grateful. That's how we spread the wealthy and well woman mission together. If you aren't already following me on social media, come and join me by following at Kat Sanuski. I would love to connect with you there. And I cannot wait to connect you with you back here in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and shine as the wealthy and well woman you are.